Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Ponder and Potter. My name is Amelia. And I'm Megan. And today we will be talking about Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, chapters 9 through 12. So when we last left off on um, chapter 8, which was the Potion Master, Ron and, Hag Ron and Harry sorry, were hanging out in Hagrid's little hut, and Harry found the newspaper article in which Gringotts had been broken into on his birthday. It's my birthday! And so he questioned Hagrid about it. And that's where we left off. That is where we left off. So on to the Midnight Duel. The Midnight Duel. I like to call this chapter Why Ron and Harry Really Do Need Hermione as Their Friend. Because <laughs> boys are fucking stupid. So in my little brackets, where I put what I think the chapter is, mm -hmm. I said, no idea. Draco and Harry? Question mark. Who else would it be? Because who else would fight? <laughs> so, I really like the illustration, too, showing the fat woman in the picture frame. Me, too. Sorry, my cat is meowing. She has decided to join the podcast. Tofu is in the podcast. As a contributing member. She was snuggling with the book earlier. She's really excited about discussing Harry Potter. Isn't that right? Anyway. Yep. Anyway. Yeah, no, this... The f God damn it, Tofu. <laughs> Portrait of the Fat Lady. I, it's a really good illustration. And I also like their dressing gowns. Are very 1950s. Yes. My first note literally is, Draco knows what a helicopter is? Because when they're talking about flying... People were talking oh, about yes. Draco was like, yeah, I fly a lot. Like, I've had to avoid helicopters. And I'm like, these motherfuckers know what helicopters is. Well, they live in the Muggle world. No, not Malfoy. Where does he live? In, like, a huge fucking manor that is supposedly, like, with lots of spells and shit. Not in, like, London or no. something. Like, Hogwarts... People, if muggles walk by Hogwarts, we'll get to that later, but if muggles walk by Hogwarts, they just see ruins and, like, an abandoned thing, and there's, like, muggle-repelling spells on it. What? Yeah. So you can't just, like, fucking wander I just in. thought it was, like, in the middle of nowhere and nobody found it. In the UK is not that big. You I can't know. hide a giant fucking castle. There's enough castles there. <laughs> <laughs> so this is when they go, well... Neville gets his remember, remember ball? Remember all. Remember all. It's like a remember ball, but you also remember all. Oh. Ah. Oh, also that book is called Quidditch Through the Ages that I couldn't remember last time. Oh, okay. It went with um, Fantastic Beasts. Okay. Important thing. Um, but the remember all... It's kind of interesting. I feel like I would need one. Oh, God, yes. Yeah, but it doesn't actually tell you what you forgot. It just tells you that you forgot, forgot something. something. And then there Yours was... Yours would just be read all the time. All Everyone's the time. would be read all the time. We forgot a lot of things. Yep, because we learn so much, Megan. But then they go to Quidditch, learn how to... Not learn how to play Quidditch, but learn how to fly on their brooms. Yeah, before that... Wait, I had something. Something about, like... Oh, so on page 145, after, when Draco's, like, bullying Neville, mm -hmm. it says, Harry and Ron jumped to their feet. They were half hoping for a reason to fight Malfoy. And I literally just say, boys need to fucking stop. <laughs> like, oh, damn, testosterone. Yeah. <laughs> and I just have later in this chapter, they were so dumb before Hermione. Yes. Hogwarts just leaves, like, 11-year-olds, like, going through puberty just unchecked. Who, I have a note later that's like, who makes them eat their vegetables? They can do whatever they want. Exactly. They're all going to die of malnourishment in like three years. No, there's seven books. You don't know that. It could be about <laughs> other people. They're just tricking you, Megan. So they go, we had talked during the first one that the class was probably really big, right? Yeah. Um, but of it's like freshmen. Ten, yeah. But there's only 20 broomsticks between two houses. Yeah. So if we say there's about 10 per house, there's about 40 incoming people, which isn't that big. That's yeah, a nice that's number. true. That is a nice number. So, But theirs might be smaller than, I think, different classes. Years. Very. Yeah, I Hogwarts. think there's only three Gryffindor 
boys in Fred and George's year. I think it's them and then Lee Jordan. Oh. Well, there might be more, but they don't really mention it. Okay. I don't know. My little homeboys. Yeah. So Harry does his thing. Does his white male protagonist thing at being amazing at something immediately. He was just great at it. Madame Hooch took dumb Neville. I feel so bad for Neville. I feel so bad for Neville. Who just falls and breaks his wrist. <laughs> Poor baby. And of course she leaves them alone. With per- with she could have just been sticks. like, she could have just like put them away. She could have used a spell to make them not fly. Yeah. Because she just left 20, well, 19... Half of them dumb idiot boys from the two rival houses. Like, she must have expected something to happen. But Malfoy takes the Remembrall and and is a little butthead. Yeah. Although, apparently, he is actually a good flyer. Yes. So, he wasn't lying, just being a dick about the truth. And then we discover that Harry Potter is a natural-born flyer. He soars into the air. It just feels right and he just fucking knows how to do it. Yeah, he just, like, instinctually knows how to fly a broom. Kind of like when a cat gives birth and it just instinctually knows how to take care of its babies. I, Harry <laughs> knows how to use a broom. Yeah, that is a very <laughs> equal comparison. We were talking about your cat before. Yeah. But instinct. He just instinct. knew. He just knew. It was in his genes. Um... I feel like we should talk about where the lore for witches riding brooms comes from in, like, actual, like, just wizard. Have you looked it up? I know it, and I forgot to look it up, so. Okay, so, essentially, back in, like, fuck all Middle Ages in Europe, um, bread was made of rye, mostly. Where the fuck is this going? I'm gonna fucking tell you, Megan. You have to listen. <laughs> Bread, broomstick. Bread. <laughs> um, and rye and rye-like plants can host fungus called ergot that can that is lethal when consumed in high doses, but in smaller doses, it is a powerful hallucinogen. Oh shit! So, um, you know, humans, we love us some drugs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they experimented with it and like made, like, a paste and stuff or whatever to get you high, except when you consume it, it gets, like, you get really nauseous, you can vomit and skin irritation, but absorbing it through the skin could lead to hallucinations without the unsavory side effects, and the places that could absorb it most were either the sweat gland or the armpits and the mucous membranes of the genitals. So, essentially, they would coat broomsticks... And this, like, hallucinogen and just, like, fucking masturbate with it. This is a very explicit podcast. What? <laughs> yeah. That's why you're, like, riding the broomstick. So it says you just, like, put a broomstick between your legs and, like, I'm doing a very lewd motion as if I'm with a broomstick. I'm flabbergasted. Yeah. There's some, like, etchings, too. Oh, dear God. Here's one. I mean, it's, it's like, from the 1800s, but she's, like, it's a new Seductively woman. on her broomstick. Yeah. So that's what they would do. And then you're like, hi. So you're like flying high. Oh my god. So uh, anyway. Let's return to room room lessons. (laughs) So Harry like dives and catches the Remembrall. And now comes Professor McGonagall. Harry Potter. (laughs) What was that? Harry Potter. (laughs) And she drags him to Oliver Wood. Yeah. Oh, it's so cute. Uh, he's so scared this whole time. Yes. He's like, I'm going to be expelled in two days, like, after two weeks. Is Wood, like, a stick they're going to beat me with? I felt so bad about that. But, like, throughout the rest of these books, you see how fucking hard it is to get expelled from Hogwarts. Like, the shit that goes what down the in these books. What does Hagrid do, then? I think we find out in a couple books. Maybe okay. next book. Okay. Maybe in, like, five books. Okay. Well, as long as we find out. Um, but it's, like, really hard. You essentially have to, like, murder someone to get expelled from Hogwarts. Aw, okay. So, flying is literally the least of his worries. But he meets Oliver Wood, 
And Professor McGonagall is so excited because she is she's the head. Savage. She's, she's the head of Gryffindor, right? Yeah, I just imagine her just like secretly like in her office, just like wearing a Gryffindor like Quidditch hat and just like ready to go. And she's like Gryffindor, Gryffindor. She's like, he's your new seeker. We're gonna fucking destroy but Slytherin. Then, but then she's so sweet at the end. She goes, your father would have been proud. I know, that was so sweet. So sad. I wrote, oh. excuse me, while I cry. It was adorable. I Professor McGonagall is one of my favorite people, like, ever. Somewhere in here is the reason I say, oh, the duel. I literally, it says, they were so dumb before Hermione. Why would you accept a wizarding duel? You know, like, three spells. Oh, yes. And he didn't even know what a wizarding duel was. He was like, yeah, I'll fuck you up. What the, what's a wizarding duel? Ron? <laughs> what, what are we doing? Ron? And then there's a second in case... He dies. He dies. And then Ron's like, but you don't know any spells, so you're probably just gonna shoot sparks at each other. Oh my gosh. What dumb idiots. He shows up with Ron and Hermione, and they've been fooled. Yeah. Because... That's a little... Yeah, but I wanted to talk about how Hermione and Neville just get, like, dragged into this. Oh, yeah. Because Neville couldn't remember the code word. That is so dumb. That's what I say. Passwords are an issue. Like, that's... Do they, do they like, expect Ravenclaw to come in and, like, toilet paper their dorm? Like, why are they passwords? First of all, I think it's really dumb. Second of all, each house has, like, different... Like, Ravenclaw, you have to solve a riddle. Oh. So it's not, it's like, I don't, that's so well, stupid. Well, no, it makes sense because Gryffindors are so loyal that they would only keep the password between each other. And Why don't, the portraits are sentient. Why can't they just be like, I know you're a Gryffindor because you live here and you're on the fucking list. Because they walk away. Yeah, well, they shouldn't be able to walk away. It doesn't matter because if they walk away, you still can't say the password to get in. <laughs> It's a moot point. Passwords are so dumb. Well, maybe they're just trying to be, like, preteen clubhouses. <laughs> so, where no boys are allowed. They're trying too hard. I feel bad for Neville. I want to be his friend. I know, me too. And now I'd like to be his wife. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> Matthew Lewis, if you're listening. Please listen. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so they end up in where? Well, first they go to the trophy room. Yes, the trophy room. And Hermione's just like, you dumb idiots. He tricked you. And he obviously in, wasn't going to show up. And in comes Miss Norris, right? Yeah. And they're like, oh shit, we're going to get caught by Filch. Bitch, if you did not get expelled for flying your ass around, you're not going to get expelled for being out of bed. I mean, you're going to lose house points, which Hermione's like real butthurt about. Which I get it, because I think she's the only Gryffindor who actually earns points. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, they're all well, Gryffindors. Duh, she's, like, really smart. Yeah. But um, then, um, Filch gets closer, so they start running away, but then they run into Peeves, who is little old, like, Yoda over here, <laughs> is what I imagine him to be, because he says, when Filch, like, talks to him, he says, should tell Filch, I should. Yeah. Like, he's literally just a floating Yoda. So then, Hermione is like, I found a door! Well, Harry finds the door, he can't unlock it. And then Hermione's just like, Alohomora. Listen, this is an off-limits corridor with a big-ass fucking dog behind the door. Why can a first year unlock it with just Alohomora? Dumbledore. Like, everyone, a first year can do Alohomora. Like, there are more complicated ways to lock a fucking door with magic. Muggles have a more complicated way of locking a fucking door. It's called, like, a pin code. You, the common rooms are harder to get into. You have to give a fucking password. It's just behind, like, a barely locked door. But then there's a three-headed dog. Fluffy. Which we find out is named Fluffy. Which yeah. I was right, it is Hagrid's yeah. dog. I said in another episode. Yep. But we get to that later. Yes. And so they're like, oh no, what is he? He's on a trap door. No, Hermione like, notices, because oh, she's the she's only smart. one with a pair of eyes. And she has one of my favorite lines, which is, I hope you're pleased with yourselves. We could have all been killed, or worse, expelled. <laughs> yes. But then Harry's like, it's the little package from Vault 713. Oh, wait, I did have a question. Yes. Because 
Hermione used Harry's wand to do a low Hamora. Why did her, his wand work for her? Um, I mean, you can use other people's, people's wands. It's just not as good or as strong. Oh, okay. Because um, Ron uses his older brother's old wand right now. Oh, true. Um, I don't... I think Neville's using someone else's wand, or he does, maybe? I don't know. Like, there's a couple instances of people... So you can use other people. You can, it's just not as... Powerful. Yeah. Okay. okay. And, but, like, Alohomora is a really simple spell. Which, again, why is the important fucking package behind a door that could be unlocked by a first year who's a dumb idiot? I don't know. Moving on. No. Chapter 10, Halloween. In my little bracket, I wrote Troll in the Girls' Bathroom, because I remember that from the movie. Yeah. yeah. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. <laughs> I love how it starts with Malfoy being mad that Harry and Ron are still alive. <laughs> We're, like, at... I mean, he played it smart. He, he is a wily one. I mean, he's clever. He knows they're dumb idiots. Yeah. Uh, and then Harry tells Ron about the package, which I was surprised that he hadn't told him about it yet. I didn't realize that. Yeah, they seem to tell each other literally everything. Like, all of the things. Like, all the things that you shouldn't tell each other. Probably. Because you should keep them a secret. But they tell each other. They're 11. Oh, yeah, they are 11. (laughs) Thank you for getting their kids. Yes, they are actually children. But then Which makes this all the more worse. (laughs) Harry gets his broom. Yeah, I love the fact that it's like, don't open this broomstick-shaped package because we don't want anyone to know it's a broomstick, even though it's shaped like a broomstick. And then they immediately leave, and Draco's like, you have a broomstick. And he's like a Nimbus 3000. 2000. 2000. 2000. And everyone's jealous. Hella jelly. And then Flitwick is like, oh, yes, of course. Like, oh, yes, Harry. And then Malfoy's like, this motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Professor Flitwick is the really little one that stood on the books, right? Yeah. Okay. He's the head of Ravenclaw House. Okay. Aw, he sounds so cute. He is so adorable. I love him. Um, And Ron is, like, drooling over this broomstick. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like a car. Yeah. I guess, like, a really good bike. A motorcycle? It's not, like, quite a car. What do the youths want now? A wicked longboard for going down the... <laughs> Just stop. Just stop. <laughs> a sweet pair of rollerblades. <laughs> a razor scooter. Oh my gosh. <laughs> a oh, skip it. <laughs> so, Harry goes to his lesson with Wood. Mm-hmm. This was confusing. A okay. awful, a bludger... Oh, wait, I wrote, before we get into that, he had to be down at the soccer field. And, man, you must have had to leave a place, like, an hour early to get anywhere in Hogwarts. That shit, okay. Don't the staircases move in the movies? Yes! And in the books, they move. Like, you can just get trapped, and, like, which is crazy. So, he probably had to leave an hour early to get down to the soccer field, because who knows where the front door is. Well, and and also, like, the grounds are massive, and, like... It, obviously in the movie, like, filming locations change, like, every fucking movie. Um, only the first two were directed by the same person. Oh, okay. So they're actually quite consistent. And then the rest, they were like, Meh. But sometimes, like, it's, like, flat grounds, and everything's, like, flat and far away, and then sometimes it's just, like, a bunch of fucking mountains and hills. Regardless, it takes, like, 30 billion years to get anywhere. Like, who did the architectural plans for Hogwarts? And some wizard just showed up and was like, I want this. And then another one was like, we could do this. And just like a bunch of, it's like four people building with Legos. And technically it's a structure that holds together, but how so, well does it really work? So Quidditch. So Quidditch. All right, tell me. I have um, answers no, to your so questions. So we have the quaffle, mm-hmm. which is what they throw in the goal. Yes. And you get 10 points. Yes. And then he mentions basketball. I know. I was like... And what is like, what's basketball? What I'm confused is, why does he not know what basketball is, but then immediately pulls out a bunch of golf balls (laughs) to practice with? I don't know. There is some selective ignorance in (laughs) in the wizarding world. 
And then there's the bludgers, mm-hmm. which chase after you and slam into you. Yeah. But thankfully, you have Fred and George to protect you. Yeah. So oh my God. <laughs> Megan is just like, at my boy, it's <laughs> Fred and George. Oh my God. <laughs> um. <laughs> um. So, how do bludgers work in real life Quidditch? Like, at RIT, like, when oh. they play Quidditch. Are you I would assume like, the beaters would actually just, like, throw them at people. Is it, like, dodgeball? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they just tackle you? <laughs> Maybe we'll watch a Quidditch game. Oh, yeah, YouTube we should. That'd be cool. Okay. So, pause that for future. Yeah. Um, in the the books, the quaffle is not enchanted. It's just, like, a ball you throw back That's and what forth. I figured. And then the bludger and the snitch are both enchanted. Enchanted, Yeah. yeah. So then we have the snitch, mm-hmm. which you have to catch. It's a little thing with the little wings. Yep. That's the noise it makes in my head. And the way the game ends is the seeker catch catches it. the snitch. And you get 100 and something 50 points, points yeah. So. The longest game was three months. That's crazy. That sounds like tennis. Wasn't there I like wonder, a crazy long tennis match recently? I, I wonder if like, is there like a perimeter that the snitch do we ever learn this like that it can't fly farther than like a mile away from the yeah stadium? i think it has to stay within a general i'm sure it's enchanted to stay within like the confines of the stadium but i think it can go into like the the crowd the crowd stuff. or go like super high or like hide under shit okay okay yeah, I'm assuming it can't just, like, fuck off to Egypt or something. I was just imagining that it would, like, fly, like, a mile away. But then, like, the viewers can't see. Exactly. So what would the point be? Yeah, I think you have to stay, like, within bounds. Okay. Then I'm sure there's a... Well, because you don't want the bludgers hitting spectators as well. Mm-hmm. So there has to be some kind of perimeter enchantment. Yeah. So that was Quidditch. Yep. And then Hermione uses the famous Wingardium Leviosa. It's not Leviosa. Um, and I don't even remember why. Why did? Because they're learning in class. Oh yes, yes. And then Ron is a fucking dick. Yeah, and then she runs away crying, and Harry's like, "Oh no." You hurt her feelings. And Ron is like, ugh, she doesn't have any friends. She knows that she sucks. And Harry's just like, bro. <laughs> this is what ha- See, Ron grew up in a family of a bunch of boys, and that's no excuse. But clearly, he, he doesn't... grew up in a frat. Yeah. With George and Fred, they're pretty much frat bros. Yeah, but, like, not shitty. Yeah. And then, like, he has a younger sister... But I suppose, I don't have siblings, but I'm supposing that older brothers just pick on their younger siblings. Essentially, he doesn't know how to interact with women. So, then I was confused. Mm-hmm. The troll comes, right? Okay. Yeah, so it's Halloween. This whole... They're at dinner. They're at dinner. The feast sounds amazing. It looks amazing in the movie. It's like the <laughs> literally the best part of the films, I think, are the feasts. <laughs> So, yeah, they're at the Halloween feast, and then Quirrell comes in, he's like, Troll! In the dungeon! Thought you ought to know. And then he passes out. But, so, the prefects have to lead everyone back. Yeah. And Hermione's in the bathroom crying, so Ron and Harry are like, oh no, we better go tell them. Yeah. But at the end of page 173, which I think is the same, it's the same for Yeah. Them. Harry whispered, what's he doing? Why isn't he down in the dungeons with the rest of the teachers regarding Snape? Yeah. And Ron says, search me? Yeah. What does that mean? Oh, it just means, like, oh, I don't know. It's just oh, a like, turn of me. phrase. Yeah, beats me, search me. But it's, me. like, an English yeah. phrase? No, though. I mean, it's just, like, a... This was written, like, 20, 20 years ago tomorrow, actually. Tomorrow is the 20th anniversary. Woo! I'm finally reading it. Yay! <laughs> So I was just confused by that. I was like, what is this lingo? Oh, yeah, it just means beats me. Search okay. me. Okay. And then they find Hermione with the troll in no, the bathroom. No, they fucking they locked! <laughs> they locked the troll in the bathroom with Hermione. What dumb... They were just like, uh, also, what bathroom has, like, a key? When it's, like, stalls. I don't know. Whatever. You might have to lock a troll in somewhere. You don't know their business. <laughs> but like they do it, they're like, oh, we gotta get Hermione. Oh, look, the troll. Let's lock it in this room. 
That was the bathroom. But then Ron takes Hermione's corrections. Fucking bam. Knocks out the troll. With his own club. Yeah. Right? Meanwhile, Harry's like, I'm a muggle! <laughs> Just like... <laughs> Crabs onto his neck. He's and like, wand, it like, works on television. Yeah. yeah, and then there's troll boogers on it. Which is gross. And then Snape, Quirrell, and Customer Donegal come in. And then Hermione is a fucking ride-or-die bro. And it's just like, it's my fault. She just fucking takes the She's bullet. She's like, I went looking for the troll and they came to stop me. She could have just been like, These, this asshole was talking shit about me. So I was crying. And then they fucking locked a troll in the bathroom with me. Hermione is a ride or die kind of girl. She's amazing. And then they each win five fucking points for Gryffindor. Yeah. Well, it's five total because Hermione lost five. True. But still. Still. They came out five more. For beating a troll. Yeah. And then I ended my chapter with, yay, friendship. Yeah. But from that moment on, Hermione Granger became their friend. And knocking out a 12-foot troll is one of them. Yes, because you can't share, there are some things you can't share without ending up liking each other. On to Quidditch. Quidditch! Woo! On to Quidditch. So, Harry's really nervous because his first match is coming up. Yes, it's November now. But what I just need to bring up before... (laughs) (laughs) Amelia has a tissue shoved up her nose because she has a bloody nose. But we keep going. We go on. We go on. The show must go on. We carry on. So, Hermione had become a bit more relaxed about breaking rules. But so she has fire in a jam jar. Yeah, because she can do magic. So, like, do they just put this... Like, they're all standing around the fire and Snape comes by. Is it just, like, this little jam jar with fire in it that they're standing around? Yeah, Does she, warm. like, make it bigger? No, I think she, it's just, I think the jar is more like a larger mason jar. And she keeps that in her pocket? I don't fucking know. Yes. No, she made it, like, to carry it to bring outside because they were doing stuff or something, I guess. Okay. Yeah, they were outside during break. Yeah, and Snape the takes the, the Quidditch to the Ages book and takes five points from him, Gryffindor because he's a dick. Yeah, they're in a courtyard, too, which isn't even technically off the grounds. A courtyard insinuates it's like an open space within the building. But Snape is a dick! And then Harry is like, I want my book back! Well, actually, first of all, Harry and Ron are finally passing because Hermione's helping them. Yeah. But she at least she doesn't doesn't do their homework. She won't do the homework, but she'll check it. But she'll correct it. Yeah. She's, like, not an asshole. She's like, as long as you do it, and then I can tell you why you're wrong, I'll still She's like, nice. She's, She's like a nice. tutor. Yeah. But then Harry goes to get his book back and walks in on Snape, try, Filch, trying to get, like, fix Snape's knee or something. I like how it was the horrible scene. Like, that was, like, a horrible scene. Like, coming in on one professor, like, lifting. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, back in, like, the 19th century yeah. when, like, People, like, had their skirts above their ankles. like, oh my goodness. Ankles. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure we're going to see some more shit in the future books than Snape pulling up his (laughs) rope. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. Not really. I mean, aren't there, like, fights and stuff? Like, Yeah. Oh, you mean gory, not like... Yeah, no, I mean gory. (laughs) Like, there's no sex in Harry Potter. Oh, God. At least not... On the book, like, in not... Not fanfic? Not not fanfic, yeah. (laughs) And then they're like, oh, clearly Snape is the one who... Is trying to get whatever's under the door. Yep. Under the three-headed dog. Yep. But then, don't worry, because it's Quidditch Day. Yeah, this is where my note comes in that says who's making them eat vegetables. Because literally, all that she's describing is people just eating, like, a shit ton of sausages. (laughs) And, like, toast. But that's what they eat in England. Yeah, but they also have, like, beans, at least. It's not a vegetable. Mashed peas. I just got something. Mashed peas. They eat tomatoes and beans. Yeah. Uh, So, it's time for Quidditch. Yes. I love the fact that Dean is good at drawing. I just thought it was so cute. Um, 
yeah. As a surprise for Harry, they had painted a large banner on one of the sheets. Scabbers had ruined. It Potter. said Potter for president. <laughs> and Dean, who was good at drawing, had done a large Gryffindor line underneath. Then Her- Hermione had performed a tricky little charm so that the paint flashed different colors. This girl's already, like... She's muggle-born, and she's like, I got this shit, guys. She is not fucking around. She is. She got it. And then I love Chaser Angelina Johnson, because Wood goes, okay, men, and she stands up and she's like, end women! All three Chasers are girls. Go Chasers! I know. In fact, Wait, I think... they're the ones that throw the, the ball. Quaffle. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's Angelina Johnson, Katie Bell, and Alicia something. But I actually, I really like... Alicia Spinett. There we go. Oh, okay. I really like how Rowling writes the Quidditch games. Yeah. Like how she writes, um, Jordan and Lee Jordan. Lee Jordan. Bay. Chaser, that girl is rather attractive and McGonagall, right? It's McGonagall. It's just like, Jordan, how dare you? Yeah. And Hagrid comes to watch Harry. It's so cute. He's like, I was watching from my hut. I was like, Hagrid, get your ass in the stands. You're a fucking member of the faculty or the staff. Get your butt up there and support people. You're not. I, I imagine him with like a giant foam thing. Yes. <laughs> But it's like a giant foam, foam finger. <laughs> um, oh man, I can't wait till Luna Lovegood shows up because she makes some good shit for Quidditch games. Oh god, okay. Yeah, I wish there was more like sports. I wish the Muggleborns would like bring in like face paint, like clackers and like foam finger and those like inflatable sticks that, that can like slam together. together. Or Vuvuzelas. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Well, I love that Dean is yelling, so somebody gets hit, Harry gets hit, Yeah, and Dean goes, red card, red card, and I wrote in my notes, I'm with Dean yelling about red card, <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm all I, about I, the soccer. I totally forgot that there's just, like, no, like, essentially anything goes. Yeah. I mean, they'll let you have, like, but there's no, like, backup players, like, the seven players are the seven players, like, there's no, like, alternates. Mm-hmm. So if you get knocked out, you're... Your team's down a player. I guess, yeah, which is really stupid because what it seems like a game where, like, a lot of people could It's like, it. let's take hockey and rugby and, like... Yeah, it's like rugby with, like, no... The fact that you could fall from, like, 100 feet. Yeah. Like... But then Harry's... The broom starts freaking out. Yeah. And Hermione... Oh, God, she's so smart. I, this... Entire podcast might just be me being like, Hermione's amazing. <laughs> but they're like, oh no, something's happening to Harry's broomstick. And Hagrid's like, what? Just knocking into someone can't do that. So Hermione's like, well, then someone else is doing it. And she's smart enough to take the binoculars and fucking look for whoever's doing it instead and of just standing there open mouthed. And she sees Snape chanting something under his breath. That motherfucker. That dick. Um, so she goes and she's like, well, I'm just going to set his... Ro-. Hermione went from, like, don't break any rules to setting someone's robes on fire in, like, a month. <laughs> and she pulls that jam jar out of her pocket. And she's just like, go free, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know if it was Snape. Can we talk about that? Yeah, what do you think? Um, well, one, I don't know why magic... Like, I feel like there should be some spell over the Quidditch field where magic can't get past the stands. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because why wouldn't this happen all the time? Like, why wouldn't Draco be doing spells so that the Slytherin team gets the ball all the Mm. time? Or something like that. So anyway, that bothered me. But for some reason, I just don't think it was Snape. I don't know if it's because I've seen the movie... I mean, it's been years since I've seen the movie, but I feel like Snape was trying to rescue Harry. Okay. But I don't know. So who do you think it was? Quirrell. Hmm. So why do you think once Hermione set his robes on fire, it stopped? I don't know. Go back and read that section. It's like a paragraph. Pulled out her wand and whispered a few well-chosen words. Bright blue flame shot from her wand onto the hem of Snape's robes. It took perhaps 30 seconds for Snape to realize that he was on fire. Sunny Yelp told her she had done her job scooping the fire off 
him into a little jar in her pocket, she scrambled back along the row. Snape would have never known what happened. It was enough. Harry was home. But, the sentences before he started reading, Hermione had fought her way across the stand With where Quirrell. Snape was still. Yeah. And now racing along behind him. She didn't even stop to say sorry as she knocked Professor Quirrell head yes, first into the I, front row. Yes, I read that. I remember being like, oh, maybe it's Quirrell. So, maybe it's Quirrell, maybe it's Snape. But They're automatically, you know, Snape is the clear... The obvious villain. Yes. But anyway, so Harry falls to the ground and fucking eats the snitch. He's just like, let me cough up this hairball. And it's a sniff. Snitch. Sniff. Sniff. It's the snitch. Take that, Draco! Pew! 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 Yeah. Yeah. Fucking shit up. And then Hermione was like, it was Snape. And Ron was like, it was Snape. And Hagrid's like, why would it be Snape? I love Hagrid. I love him so much. He is far too trusting. Yeah. He is a precious flower that must be protected at all costs. I really hope he did something super innocent to get expelled. Like, I'm so looking forward to finding out what it is. Yeah, I honestly can't remember if it's in the second book or, like, the sixth book. Well, we're gonna find out. We're gonna find out. And then we're gonna fucking talk about it. Because I got a lot of shit to say. (laughs) Um, but then they're at his hut, and Harry tells Hagrid that, about the three-headed dog, and he goes, Fluffy? Fluffy? <laughs> of course, Hagrid would name a three-headed dog Fluffy. Well, it's probably really nice to him, and it's probably the right size for Hagrid. Is it? He's big. Maybe. <laughs> well, we'll find out. I'm sure Fluffy, yeah. this isn't the last book. I hope Fluffy makes I more appearances. I hope so. But. I mean, Hagrid certainly has more questionable animals yes. <laughs> appear throughout the books. I think he has a dragon show up, but I'm not interested to And they mentioned Nicholas Flamel. Yeah, well, he does. Yeah. Snape wouldn't try to kill a student, stop meddling in things, forget that dog. It's what's be- between Professor Dumbledore and Nicholas Flamel. Aha! Said Harry. So there's someone called Nicholas Flamel involved, is there? Hagrid looked furious with himself. With himself. Poor Hagrid. Oh my gosh, I don't know why I just remembered this, but so in the DVD, this little, in the DVD of the first film, this little scene about, and that's where he's talking about Nicholas Flamel, they have it in the extra features of it in like 30 languages. So it's like a one minute scene or something, and it just goes in like. In a loop. Yeah, and just like a crap ton of languages. Just to show like what the all the different, what Harry Potter's like in all the different languages. Oh. So it's like the German version of the film, like the Chinese version of the film. The, That's interesting. Yeah, I don't know why. I used to like watch it all the time because I'm a fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> but, because that was back in the day when the DVDs had like crazy extra features. Yeah. I feel like we talked about that in the first episode, maybe. I, I don't think so. Oh, it might have just been a conversation we had somewhere maybe. else. Maybe. But yeah, there were like spell games on the Harry Potter DVDs. Where you would, like, use your remote to do stuff. Whoa. Like, the original Shrek DVD. Did you ever own that? No. It had a whole separate disc for special features. What? And now they're like, you have to pay $40 to get extra features. Sounds crazy. Yeah. So, chapter 12, the mirror of Irised. 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 In my little brackets, I wrote parents in the mirror. Parents in the mirror. Because that's what I think happens. Yes. Oh, he's so small compared to this mirror. Yeah. Also, that mirror in the drawing has, like, real feet. Oh, it's like a mouth. With teeth and ears and eyes. Do you see that in the drawing? A little. See? Like, these are teeth. These mm-hmm. are eyes. These are ears. It's its little feet. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a creature. Sure. And Christmas was coming. We're almost to this. Well, we're in December, then. Yeah. And it says, one morning in mid-December, Hogwarts woke to find itself covered in several feet of snow. Yes, and it's very cold. And I wondered, isn't there a spell to heat the castle? (laughs) Yeah, but why would you use magic to do, like, useful, practical things, Megan? I don't know. That's what I would do. That's, like, the constant struggle, I think, in Harry Potter is like, oh, we have magic, but let's not do things that make sense. Yeah. Can we talk about how Harry's not going back to Privet Drive for Christmas? Good. I'm so happy. And he was like, he didn't, um, this would probably be the best Christmas he'd ever had. 
And my heart was just like, oh my god, like, Christmas. Like, it made sense for him to not get presents on Dudley's birthday, but, like, Christmas? Does he get presents at the Dursleys? No. Like, Maybe what? he doesn't get leftovers. Maybe he gets to eat Yeah, the regular food. It, like, broke my heart. But Ron and his brothers are staying because they're going off to see Charlie and Romania. Mm-hmm. Charlie was the old seeker for Gryffindor. I want to know so much more about Charlie. I know. that He is the most underwritten Weasley, and it is devastating. He sounds attractive because he studies smart Yeah. He's the only one we don't meet in the films. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So, Chris has been horrible for him. Yep. I can't read my notes. Malfoy's being a little dick because he couldn't make fun of Harry for Quidditch so he's like you don't have a real family oh my god and then he keeps making fun of Ron for like not having money yeah I mean he grew up he essentially grew up in the household that's like Nazi light because they follow Voldemort yeah yeah and you get more you get more kind of information about all that but like I mean he was raised to be a fucking asshole yeah but i have another question because professor snape comes along while ron is like trying to attack malfoy and five points from gryffindor and who the fuck is keeping count of these points it's just like magic is there just like an invisible scoreboard of magic so there's gosh i don't even remember if it's like book canon movie canon or just like someone fucking made it up but i think there's like in like front of the great hall like when you walk in to the entrance like before you get into the mm-hmm. great hall there's like these kind of like hourglasses okay. filled with like gems and the more points you get like the higher the okay so like the magic cures it when someone of authority says that's what i'm that's what i imagined it would be but i wasn't 100 sure so like they suck up or like drop down yeah i think we see it in one of the movies okay i look forward to i that. don't think i'm making this up okay or if I am, I'm fucking smart, and that's how it should be. <laughs> <laughs> so, they're in the library, right? But there's 12 Christmas trees, and Hagrid's just, like, dragging this giant tree. Hagrid's fucking massive. And putting it in... I just think it's funny. Yeah. I love Hagrid. But, so... Did I mention that I love Hagrid? No, you didn't. I love Hagrid. So... <laughs> Harry and Hermione and Ron have been chilling in the library looking for Nicholas Flamel. I have a note that just says, or Google. Because <laughs> they've it's been they've been looking through, they're like, oh, uh, ever since you mentioned Nicholas Flamel, you we've been trying to find out who he is. We must have been through hundreds of books already and we can't find him anywhere. Just give us a hint. And all I can think is, there's magic. They should just be like control F. Nicholas Flamel. To the whole library. Yeah. But no. But no. They use quills. And you gotta look shit up in the books. I'm not saying, like, I'm not one of those people who's like, we don't need books anymore. Obviously, like, I love books. But, like, Google helps you find the books you need instead of spending more. Like, they don't even have a librarian. Like, you used to be able to call the library and be like. They do have a librarian. Yeah, but, like, in, like, the 70s. And when my mom and dad were in school, you could, like, call the library, ask them a question, and they'd, like, look it up for you. Yeah. They can't even have that here. They're just, like, don't know. Sorry, I'm making, like, the shrug emoji but with my body. <laughs> well, we learn about the restricted section. Yes. Where the dark magic yes. lives. Which, why would you even have that in the school? Or, like, in the regular library? It should just be somewhere separate. That's like Guarded super locked. Guarded by a three-headed dog. dog. <laughs> well, my favorite part of this little section is that Ron, Ron is like, ask your parents, Hermione, if you know who Nicholas Flamel is. And they know who Nicholas Flamel is. And Hermione goes, they're both dentists. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Which, side note, means that Hermione's family is mad rich if both of her parents are dentists. Yeah. That girl, she was probably like, I'm getting every book in this bookstore. And her parents were like, fuck it, okay. (laughs) (laughs) So then it's Christmas. Yes. Well, the holidays. Um, And I never realized that the chessmen can talk. Yeah. I don't think they show that in the movie. They don't. Yeah. Um, They show that they, like, move on their own or whatever. But they don't show that they, like, 
they like you. you. They like you because you were like their grandfather set, like moms. Yes. And Harry's like, you know what I mean? He just like borrowed them. Yeah. Like, we don't fucking know you. Yeah, I think that's really fun. Very and, safe as they're both dentists. Yes. <laughs> but then we get to Christmas, and he Harry gets a present from Uncle Vernon and Aunt Petunia, and it's a fifty cent piece. Fifty pence piece. Yep. And he just, like, gives it to Ron. And Ron is like, like, oh my god, that's money? Holy shit, this is weird. And Harry's like, here you go. <laughs> Happy Christmas. And he gets a Weasley sweater. I want a Weasley sweater. I want a sweater. Weasley sweater. I will marry Fred or George, and then I will get a Weasley sweater. Mm-hmm. And it will be great. That is my little dream. Uh, and I've only had, like, three interactions with Fred and George. <laughs> In the books, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um... Yeah, I really want a Weasley sweater. It sounds so nice. And then it has your initial on it. Yeah, except for Ron's, because he wouldn't forget his name. Yeah, but Piercy's had a P on it. For Prefect. I don't actually know if that's true. I think it was just... I know, but still. Yeah. And Harry gets his... Invisibility cloak. Woo! Woo woo! And Hermione gives him present. Because Hermione yeah, is thoughtful, and she's like, oh, he had a terrible childhood. Probably never gotten Christmas presents. Uh-huh. And Ron couldn't even, like, make him a fucking origami. <laughs> That's okay. I love Ron. I'm not trying to shit on Ron. But so we don't know who yeah. gave him the invisibility glove. Who do you think gave it to him? Dumbledore. I don't know. Yeah. But I would think Dumbledore. I think that's a good guess. Yeah. It's a logical guess. Yeah. And then, um... I love the interaction with Fred and George and Percy. Like, they all have their sweaters They're on. They're so... Oh, I love their family. I just want to be part of their family. <laughs> Megan is just giving me, like, puppy dog eyes <laughs> and, like, a sad face. And, like, Christmas dinner, Harry got to Oh, have. that food? I was like, fuck me up. Like, <laughs> turkey and, like, mashed potatoes just, like, destroyed with gravy. I was like, yes. But then Dumbledore is up at the high table... And he has a flower <laughs> bonnet on. I have a flower bonnet. Oh. I hope to God that is shown in the movie. Or that somebody drew this. Can we fan, like, somebody... Can we request fan art? <laughs> fan art of Dumbledore in a flower bonnet, because... And then Hagrid and McGonagall get drunk, and Hagrid kisses her on the cheek. cheek and she blushes. Oh, my God. Oh. oh. It's like that awkward moment of seeing faculty drunk for the first time. Yes. And you're like, oh, weird but adorable yes also low-key they definitely have alcohol i would if i was a professor i'd be getting shit face like every night (laughs) i'd be like more wine (laughs) so he decides to go in the restricted restricted oh my god restricted section of the library and his invisible invisible cloak (laughs) you want to try all that again (laughs) take two So he tries to go to the restricted section in his invisibility cloak. What I don't understand is why is the restricted section just doors? Why isn't there, like, an alarm spell? No, there's literally just, like, a... A rope. rope. Yeah, it's just a rope in the book. In the movie, I think it's, like, behind doors. Oh, But, like, it's just a rope. (laughs) Like, oh, we have lots of magic, but this damn rope. Well, if it was a booby trap, like, that would make sense, but they're not that smart. No. Obviously. So. If they're if they're locking a three-headed dog just behind, like, a simple lock. Yeah. But he, so he gets caught by Filch, but not caught. Yeah. He well, he opens, like, he just, I feel like he just chooses yeah, a random chooses book. Yeah, he a random black book or something, and it screams. Yes. I, he doesn't even, like, look, he's like, well, this one looks mysterious. <laughs> and then he closes it, and it keeps shrieking. And he's right? like, ah, fuck. And he just, like, runs out. And then he keeps running, and then... Snape... Yeah. ...was with Filch, mm-hmm. and they realize that someone's been in the... Restricted section. Restricted section. So, Harry runs and finds this random room... Yep. ...that he goes into, mm-hmm. and finds this mirror with this inscription that I don't know what it says, and I hope we find out what it says. Uh, they don't tell you, but I can tell you how to read it. Oh. Um, how much do you know about Da Vinci? Is this like the upside down in a mirror thing? Or it's in a mirror. So read it backwards. I show no. I show no. Oh, not your face, but you 
But your... Oh, your... <laughs> duh. Your... Heart's desire. Mm -hmm. Oh... I'm glad people are going to think I'm an idiot now. I'm <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I'm a little noob to Harry Potter. Noob. Um, so it's a mirror of desire. Yeah. Which I wrote when he sees his family, but Ron only sees the... Him, him successful. Successful, I wrote. So it shows you want, what you want for these books. Yeah. Um... And then he goes another night, even though Ron tells him not to, and Dumbledore's in there. Just, like, story Just chilling. hanging out. I picture him, like, smoking a pipe, like, yeah, hanging. This is the first, what's interesting is I realize this is the first interaction Dumbledore and oh, Harry have. Oh, yeah, it is. Because, I mean, yeah, Dumbledore, like, brought him to the Dursleys and stuff, but they, this is the first time Harry's talked to Dumbledore. True. But Dumbledore gives him very good advice yeah. at the end of the chapter. Um, and says, don't dwell on dreams and forget to live. I know. That's such good advice. Goodness gracious, Dumbledore. And then he complains that he doesn't get enough socks for Christmas. I actually love getting socks for Christmas. So do I, because I don't want to buy them myself. Yeah. But Dumbledore complains that he doesn't get enough socks, and Harry realizes that, like, it might have been some, you know, a metaphor. Yeah. So what do you think Dumbledore saw in the mirror? I don't know. I don't know. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think we ever find out, but there's really good, like, really good fan theories. Oh, okay. After, like, the seventh. We'd have to read the whole series to talk about it. Okay. But there's, like, really good theories. I feel like we're going to have to go back and, like, reread the series and just be like, this theory based on blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so that was chapter, what, nine through 12? Yeah. We did it. Yay. We did it. Yay. Badass emo. So should we just finish the book? For yeah. The next, one? next episode, we're going to finish this bitch. So we're going to finish this book, do another podcast, and then each of us will watch the movie. Are we going to watch the movie together? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. So we'll watch the movie together, and then the fifth podcast will be about the movie. Yes. And the we're, book. Yes, and hopefully we'll have a special guest to talk about... Yes. The movie and the book. Someone who is well-versed in the in, Potterverse. Yes. But anyway, so we're going to, so I'm going to find out how the first book ends, how your one comes to a conclusion. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to it. I'm really glad. You're just like, she's been reading them, like, the same, like, when we finish a podcast, we'll go home and, like, read the next section. And then I'm like, Amelia, I'm ready. Like, And read. I'm like, I haven't even edited it. <laughs> Yeah. We'll see you, we'll talk to you on the next podcast. Yeah. So stick around for episode four, which will be up next Sunday. Yeah. And happy, it's already passed, but happy 20th anniversary of the Harry Potter series. Woohoo! So glad I'm finally reading it. He's no longer a teenager. He's an adult. He survived teen pregnancy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody. Thanks. Bye. Bye.